Hello and welcome to In Conversation With, a podcast of The Lancet Oncology. My name is Marcia and today I have the pleasure of speaking with James Glasby from the UK National Institute for Health Research, Global Health Research Unit on Global Surgery. We will be discussing his and his colleagues' article on the effect of COVID-19 pandemic lockdowns on planned cancer surgery. James, welcome and thank you for agreeing to speak with us. We know that the pandemic affected all sectors of healthcare delivery. What national guidelines were put in place during the pandemic, for example, during lockdowns, that had a substantial impact on cancer surgery? Thanks, Marcia, for the, for the question. So we know there was a, a lot of variability in the surgery-specific guidelines that were put in place during the pandemic. And a lot of them um, did not have an evidence base in the early phase of the pandemic. And so actually, one of the main strategies of our initiative, the COVID Surge Collaborative, was to crowdsource data from around the world, from frontline surgeons, anaesthetists, and critical care doctors, in order to evidence some of the decisions that could be made around surgery and improve patient safety and um, maintain surgical capacity during the pandemics. And specifically in relation to this article, uh, we used a measure called the Oxford Government Response Index, which is a, a, a systematic assessment of the regulations around changes in movement and government level policy changes related to COVID-19 that can be applied at a national or regional setting. And we use that score to give each patient in our study a judgment about the exposure to lockdown measures um, that they were under while they were awaiting surgery. Um, so we look from the, the time when any measures were introduced within the country, when they were booked for surgery, up until the point that they either had surgery or finished follow-up in, in the study. So, so in our study, we, we were able to apply a patient-level measure of how stringent government measures were during their wait for surgery. So uh, in reality, how strong was the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic in cancer surgery delivery? And so we we found that around the world, in in the 61 countries that we were working with, during full lockdowns, one in seven patients that were booked for a curative cancer operation didn't undergo their surgery within a median of three months of follow-up, but as many as six months follow-up. And what does this mean for patients? Well, some of those patients will have had an alternative strategy, which may or may not have been as, you know, may have been inferior to, to, to surgical treatment. And some of those patients will never have had their cancer surgery and never will. They may have um, still be waiting for their surgery, for example, uh, or they may have had disease progression or, or died during their wait for surgery. And so we think this represents a, a major um, burden of future cancer morbidity, which we now need to think about as a community, how we're going to mitigate against. And do your data show that countries with different income levels were affected differently as well? Yes, that was, uh, that was one of the key exploratory analyses in our study, was whether the health system resourcing um, changed the impact of lockdowns across settings. Firstly, what we found is that all surgical systems worldwide were fragile to lockdowns. So there was no patient in any country that was protected from the effect of lockdowns. But specifically in the least well-resourced settings in lower income countries, particularly in the global south, they were at additional risk of, um, of delay and cancellation of surgery during lockdowns. 
And I think that probably underlines fragility in their surgical systems and difficulties in staffing and resourcing that existed pre-pandemic that have been exposed by the difficulties posed in the pandemic. So based on this data, what would your recommendations be for the future, both in terms of how to recover from this pandemic, but also how to prepare for potential future pandemics? Thanks, Marcia. I think that's probably the key question from this data, because it's all well and good looking back at what's happened during the pandemic and saying, you know, bad things have happened. We need to we need to do something about that and the recovery. Uh, but that doesn't help anyone, doesn't help any patients, any health systems, any surgeons around the world. Uh, so what we are hoping to, to be the practice and policy messages from this paper were firstly, we think that um, surgical system strengthening needs to be one of the major priorities for health systems around the world during the pandemic recovery period. Uh, and what we've seen already is that the post-pandemic planning often, often hasn't included surgical patients and, uh, and, and, and surgical oncology patients in, in the planning. So we think that that really needs to improve the advocacy for surgical system strengthening, cancer system strengthening in the recovery period. And the second point is when governments are deciding whether or not to reintroduce lockdown measures or to extend lockdown measures, um, they probably need to consider the collateral impacts of those measures um, on, other on other health conditions and other patients. Uh, and I think it's important to say that we as a group are obviously not anti-lockdown and lockdowns are an essential part of disease control at a population level. Um, but actually, there are several other population level measures, proportionate measures, which can be applied ahead of lockdowns. And for example, in the UK, we, we've seen people no longer having to wear masks in, in public areas or sort of voluntary mask wearing. And, uh, and some patients that are perhaps um, reluctant to get vaccination, for example. So there is proportionate measures that we could take um, ahead of lockdowns to try and reinforce try and reduce the population level spread of the disease before um, going to kind of the, the nuclear option of a lockdown, perhaps. I think the final point that we wanted to um, make from this data is that actually we've seen really significant delays. And um, so one in four patients during full lockdowns had a, a longer than 12 week delay from their uh, date of diagnosis to their date of surgery or cessation of follow up. And those patients, we know that delays increase the risk of micrometastatic disease and, and may reduce the, uh, the survival within five years for most cancer types. And um, so we think that now, now planning forwards, we need to pay extra care and attention to those patients that have suffered delays and they need to be continually reassessed by the multidisciplinary team. They need to be educated to seek early help if they have any concerning symptoms for recurrence. And hopefully that will help mitigate against some of the potential harm that they could, could have suffered. Again, thank you for your participation. This article is now available online at lancetoncology.com and with our November issue.